Well, good morning, family. <laughs> I am Pastor Danny Kilgore, and I am so excited to be speaking with you this morning. We are at the beginning of our new sermon series called Aware, and it's reflecting on how God's presence is all around us, all the time, in every way. So over these next few weeks, the preaching team will share the different ways we can, through faith, see how the Spirit of God leads us through a journey of knowing Him, building a relationship with Jesus, and experiencing more and more of the Lord. You know, Pastor Jeff brilliantly came up with a creative way to illustrate this by using our five senses, taste, touch, sight, smell, hearing. And today I will begin the series using the sense of hearing and how we become more aware of God's spirit through what we hear. So go ahead, grab your Bibles for me. I have a few scriptures I'd like to use as we discuss how we as believers can become more aware of God's presence through what we hear. So I want you to earmark Psalm 33, verse 1 through 3, James 1, 19, John chapter 16, verse 13, and Exodus 32, 18. Again, that's Psalm 33, 1 to 3, 1 2, 3, James 1, 19, John 16, 13, and Exodus 32, and 18. And as usual, as usual, we are going to be using the NIV, which is the New International Bible Translation. You know, one of the most frequent comments of a believer is, I cannot sense God's presence in my life. You know, sensing God in chaos is what our souls need, but the obligations of life can seem to take over. You know, even when you find a space of solitude with God, the silence can even be loud. Your thoughts take over and you can't help but hear the long list of to-dos rambling, or rather the not-dones. <laughs> you know, sensing the presence of God becomes so demanding that you begin to question whether God was ever present in the first place. But what if I told you that even amid all the pandemonium, in the center of all your busyness, God is present because God is omnipresent. See, that means God is present everywhere, all the time. God is wide ranging, far reaching, infinite in his ability to connect and be revealed to us, no matter where we are or what is going on. We just need to pay attention and hear. You see, to hear God is to pay close attention to the truth about who God is, who you are, and who others are around you. See, when that happens, we experience the true freedom in Christ and our souls become liberated. This is why I titled this sermon, The Sound of liberation, the sound of liberation. You know, using our sense of hearing to become more aware of God is more evident than you might think. First, let's take 
one of my favorites, music. We become aware of God's presence through music. Psalm 33, one through three says, sing for joy in the Lord, O you righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing praises to him with a harp of 10 strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. Okay, so it's no secret that I love music. (laughs) Music was a part of me before I even knew what music was. Music was played all around my house growing up. For instance, on any given Saturday, I would wake up to my grandmother playing her favorite gospel song, Long As I Got King Jesus, <laughs> by Vicki Winans. As the day went on, I would practice dancing the wop in the mirror with my cousin Marcus to LL Cool J's Rock the Bell. And I would fall asleep to my Uncle James playing his favorite song, Songbird by Kenny G, Lady by Kenny Rogers, or my favorite, Smooth Operator by Sade. Am I connecting with anyone here? (laughs) You see, music seemed to change the temperature of the house. Music seemed to make you feel better about yourself or your situation. You see, what we hear has the power to alter our inner well-being. Did you know that listening to music can reduce anxiety, blood pressure, and pain? It can even improve sleep quality, your mood, mental um, alertness, and memory. You see, it's no wonder when we as believers tap into the gift of music, things shift in the atmosphere. Music plays a vital role in the life of God's people. It's undoubtedly why the Psalms bear rich testimony that in joy and sorrow, in praise and lament, those who faithfully love the Lord are to raise their voices in song to God. See, music helps us become more aware of God, not just because of the tunes we hear, but because of the words we're singing. It's the words that we sing that communicate and express a sense of awe and wonder of the presence of God. See, music leads our thoughts toward God rather towards ourselves. When we hear words like faithful to the end, you kept me from falling. Where would I be without you? Never ending, reckless love of God. We begin to sense however present God has and will always be in our lives. You see, even in the absence of a radio or a music player or an instrument, we still experience God through music because it's already in us. <laughs> The music we listen to helps us reflect on how God, how far God has brought us. Family, we become aware of God's presence through music because through the singing of God's word, the Christian faith is not only expressed, but to a very real degree, it is formed. It helps us to forget everything that doesn't matter and connects us to what's inside us. The power of God to heal, to calm, 
to bring peace and to set free. Another way we use our sense of hearing is by just listening. We become aware of God's presence through listening to the stories of others. See, James 1.19 says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Okay, so too often in life, we discover the folly of opening our mouth and responding in careless haste to others' words and actions. Too often we react in annoyance and arrogance and anger only to discover that we misunderstood the facts of the matter, causing us to regret that we spoke so quickly and regretted and reacted so hastily. You know, as a people living in a community with other people, it's inevitable that we will experience discourse from time to time. The problem comes in when one group of people's opinions take center stage and become the baseline for the narrative of how things should be. However, that's not the way of God. See, God created each one of us uniquely different. The way we experience life and life in him is just as unique. When we allow ourselves to see that beauty, then we become more aware of God's presence. See, we know God reveals himself in the creation of nature, but God is also revealed in the stories of others. See, when we listen, and I mean truly listen to someone else's story, we understand who they are in a new and different way. We hear their perspective, their interpretation, their understanding of the world and themselves. Closely listening to someone's story creates a shared moment of compassion. How often have you heard someone share their testimony and you began to thank God? How many times have you heard someone reflect on the forgiving spirit of God and began to appreciate your own forgiveness? You see, listening to other stories is a critical tool for an individual's spiritual growth because it builds community. So this month, we celebrated Black history and we listened to the stories of a diverse group of African-Americans. And as a result, we built a broader community that augmented our understanding of God. This right here is a picture of um, one of the nights when my friends shared about the Black experience. My friend Maurice Cox shared a new perspective of the Good Samaritan story. He shared that if we are to learn how to be good neighbors to one another, we must pull back on the need to agree. So the Bible doesn't say that the Samaritans helped only those they agreed with. No, they simply wanted to love and to support another. See, God doesn't expect us to always agree or understand one another, but he does expect for us to listen to each other's perspectives, to be quick to listen, to be slow to speak and slow to get angry. 
So God invites us to go on a journey of understanding and self-discovery. God wants us to become more aware of him through relationships with others who are not like us. And this can only happen when we have a posture of listening. See, listening is the first step to understanding. Friends, I encourage you to allow yourselves to become aware of God's presence by listening to the stories of others. Not because you'll agree, but because the stories, the journeys, the experiences of others reveal the essence of who God is. So we become aware of God's presence through music, through listening to other stories. And finally, the most powerful of the three, we become more aware of God through our inner ear. We become aware of God's presence, not only through what we hear physically, but what we hear internally. John 16, 13. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. So most of you know my faith journey of becoming a mother. After five years, I gave birth to my daughter, Harper Avery. And as soon as I saw her, that little girl took my breath away. This is a picture of Harper when she was a little over two. Oh, that little girl was happy, full of joy. So much of what she represented reflected a promise fulfilled. And one thing you might also notice in this picture is the bright colored pieces in Harper's ears. You see, my daughter was born with what's called sensory neural hearing loss. As a result of her being prematurely, she wears bilateral hearing aids. You know, we were told that my daughter's ability to develop speech and language and social skills would be significantly affected as a result of this hearing loss. <laughs> but luckily, our daughter had two parents who walked by faith, not by sight. She had two parents who knew that God had the final say. And to God be the glory, my, today my daughter speaks, she sings, she has friends, she has a fantastic imagination. <laughs> she loves to read and is at the top of her class. You see, I believe that's because we chose to listen with our inner ear and not solely the external one. You see, when Jesus healed the blind man in John chapter nine, the Pharisees questioned him about the presence of sin. But Jesus replied in verse three, neither this man nor his parents sin, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. You see, if Will and I simply use science and medicine to determine our daughter's ability to hear, we would have been limiting not only the presence and power of God in our lives, but in hers. See, when Christians need peace, it's the small voice inside us that calms our nerves. When we need healing, it's that inner voice that whispers, your faith has made you well. And when we need wisdom of what to do, it's the inner ear that we use as a compass as we hear, trust me, I know the way. 
You see, physical hearing is not what dictates the presence of God. If it did, then that would mean people like my daughter would never hear the voice of God. And that's just not the case. Our ability to sense God has less to do with our physical ear and more to do with our inner ear. When all seems dark, our inner ear lights the dawn. When we are pushed down and driven back, crushed, told you'll never make it, that's when you find the inner power to hear what you've needed to listen to all along, that you are a child of God. You are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. You are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. No weapon forged against you will prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn. You are more than a conqueror. You see, once you give utterance to what you hear in the dark, something inside you begins to shift and become a voice. That, my friend, is your inner ear. That is the sound of liberation. So then, how can you develop the awareness of God through your ability to listen and hear both externally and internally? Well, Exodus chapter 32 and 18 says, Moses replied, it is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. It is the sound of singing that I hear. On Friday, we hosted another event where we discussed the black church and what it represented to the black community. More than just a place of worship, we learned it offered a mean of catharsis when then and still today. During slavery, there was no reason for my ancestors to have joy, no reason for them to feel victorious, no reason for them to sing and dance, but for some reason, they had a song on their hearts. They had a dance in their feet. They had clapping of their hands. Through the sharing of each other's testimonies, they became aware of God, of a God who cared for them, who loved them, and who had already set them free. See, they felt the power from within. <laughs> Though they were shackled and chained physically, they heard the sound of liberation that said, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Family, I don't know what might be holding you down today. I don't know what chains have you bound and shackled. I don't know what is blocking your ability to hear the voice of God. But one thing I know is that there is freedom waiting for you. Family, you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you. You want to develop an awareness of God? Try not to focus on the things around you. Focus on that which is in you, because greater is he that lives in you than he that is in the world. Sense the power that God brings. Listen to the voice of the Lord and allow yourself to be liberated in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I told you all earlier 
that I pushed <laughs> our church throughout this month. And Friday, some of you had an opportunity to sense God through the songs of the black church. And my brother-in-law, Minister James Finley, led us in a beautiful medley of songs where we worshiped and praised God together. Well, I've invited my brother-in-law to lead us in a song today. He's gonna lead us in a song of awareness and liberation of God. Now I'm going to push you a little bit. I wanna stretch you. This is a song of freedom. It's a song of celebration. So wherever you are, I'm gonna ask that you let loose, okay? <laughs> let loose. Allow your dry bones to awaken. <laughs> As you listen, be free. Hear the voice of God in a new way. Sing unto him a new song in the face of many. Give him praise. Do as Psalm 47, 1, 2 says. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with a voice of triumph for the Lord most high is awesome. He is great. He is a great king over all the earth. I invite you to worship God differently today. Allow ourselves to sense the presence of God and our ability to hear him in worship and praise. Amen? Let's worship. Power to 